What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free, people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you, folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. Using Anchor, you can actually make money from your podcast. Straight hard cash, homie. Whether you have a handful of friends, family, or group that wants to hear your content, there is no minimum listenership. It's everything you would ever need to make a podcast in one simple place. Want to get started? Here's what you guys need to do. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started today. Now back to our nation's capital with Sarone and Simpson. You know, we're going to – so so Mike and I are going to be talking to this young young fella, young buck. Look, he came to us, Mike. You got to think that he went through the list the, the, of the local podcasts. Um, you know, he reached out to Giant Killer and some of those other guys uh, in the in the space in, in Fairfax and D.C. Yeah. He got no response, got no response. But it's weird, it's weird though, not to interrupt you, but it's weird that he – Lives in Maryland, and he. I guess it's because it says DC on it. So yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he thinks we know we're up with the. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, Michigan. We live next to Mark Michigan Nats State, co-chair of uh, Big Ten title with University of Maryland. I know my Maryland sports. Um, so Mike and I are, are going to be calling this dude here in a few minutes, and uh, he's going to be interviewing us. So yeah. we wanted to record it on our end, just so you guys understand what big sillies we are. Um, that uh, so the youth. Are, are reaching out to us for our podcast wisdom. So if you want to know about failed cable access shows, um, <laughs> uh, f- failed WGMU radio shows where people would call in for tickets for a concert oh, um, yeah. that uh, we were not a part of or giving any tickets away for. Logic concert, um, right? I think it was, which honestly would be a great show. But remember, she like called from the concert. She was yeah. like, so, I'm at Will Call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know the Will Call person. She was at Will Call. Uh, that was like a, wasn't it like a, Capital One Arena or something like that, Jiffy Lube. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't at like the Patriot Center or the Eagle Bank Arena. Yeah, it wasn't at Eagle Bank, but it was somewhere. It might have been at like Ramshead Live in in Maryland or Baltimore, something oh, like that. Because really? um, I remember working at the station. My bit was uh, when any of those tickets come in, I go to my ticket guy, the ticket guy that worked in the uh, WGMU. I said, "Hey, man, I'd be interested in uh, copping a pair of tickets to uh, you know whatever it was." <laughs> And uh, he'd usually h- hook me up, um, which was nice, which was nice of him. But uh, like I remember, I got to see a Motion City soundtrack concert. Oh. That was that was, uh, and then there were a couple others because I would brag to my friends like I'm the ticket guy, yeah. even though I wasn't the ticket yeah. guy. I got the hookup. I got the hookup exactly. Um, but the best part about this email, uh, this is not our pre-show stuff. This is just like our prelude of who uh, knows where this is going to be. I don't know going to be. <laughs> yeah, we but don't even know if we're putting this in. That's the thing about it is that he said that we were one of his favorite podcasts. Yeah. What percentage I, I texted chance, you and I said, "What? What percentage really chance has he listened to longer than 10 minutes of our podcast?" I would say longer than 10 minutes. Longer than 10 minutes. Of What's one the episode percentage? or overall? 
I'll say of one episode. You had over 40 episodes. I so. know. Of one episode, what's the chance that he has listened to more than 10 minutes? I would say, I, w- I mean, I would say a higher chance of that. Just okay. Because, okay. But I, like, How I many mean, episodes has he perused? Less than a handful. Okay. So it's got to be like one or two. Because it hasn't been yeah. recent because we just started yeah. it back up because we, we've been on a little Which is hiking, weird so. that he reached out to us now because yeah. like, we haven't been putting out even like that much content. That's right the now. thing is like I look at people's podcasts and I see like, you know, like what time or w- when they actually upload it. So you can see when they upload it, how often they upload it, because it has the date on there. Yeah. It's like it's like if it says like say November tenth, and the next episode is April seventh. Yeah. Like okay, you know you, then you know they took a little hiatus. Yeah. So um yeah a little bit a little bit more of a hiatus. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like a vacation. It's a coma. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, but you know the thing is is that when he said that he, we are, we were his one of his favorite, I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz him. I don't know. See, I, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe I, should I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't grill him. I mean, he's he is reaching out to us for our sage advice. Um, but I, I I thought of the same thing though. I that today I was thinking I was like, man, we should ask him questions about the show. See if he even knows anything about the show. Because yeah. here's my guess is again, my guess is nobody else got back to him. We were the only dummies to email back, and uh, he's like, oh yeah, sure. I guess I'll talk to these guys. They were like tenth on my list. Yeah. Um, I just searched up DC Sports, and they came up. I yeah. didn't listen to a word. But well, I'm gonna, that's one thing. I'm give him the benefit him of how, how he found the podcast. Yeah, because I want to know. For a for an outsider, sure, what it is like to search for podcasts because I yeah. searched for podcasts before, but oh, yeah, it's kind of hard to say. Oh yeah, I'm searching for mine because I'm already subscribed to it and all that kind of stuff, you know. Sure. Obviously, um, but it's it's kind of you know kind of odd to see someone yeah. that searched for our podcast. The funniest yeah, thing was when he asked reviews and stuff when so. he said uh, he he normally records around 11 a.m. <laughs> and yeah. uh, <laughs> like, you and I I'm teaching like, fifth graders. Yeah, that <laughs> buddy, I, I got a job, man. Like it's funny asking about sports media. Hey, sports media. Pretty impossible to get a full time gig. So, yeah. Uh, I think me and you have combined at least 10 to 15 years of effort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're doing two different jobs right now. But hey, again, we're we're happy to help out the youth. We'll we'll talk to him in a moment. Um, Well, think think about it this way, okay? Don't you think when you were doing Hernand Hoops? Sure. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I know. Um, Don't you think that you would like to have sage advice from guys like us sure. who quote unquote didn't make it sure <laughs> sure and say yeah. hey it's a lot more difficult than saying hey i can talk about sports i know sports because yeah. think about it these guys might know sports but then we are the exact same way and oh, people have told us like even when i talk to people at, at work or whatever at both schools that i'm at they all say like oh you have a really good radio voice I'm like that's like Yep. Yeah. Tell that to the to the program director at 1067 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. say that, you know, and and they think about our buddy Danny Noakes who we've had on from yeah, time to time. He grinded. And he's grinding and grinding and grinding. Still grinding. And yeah. he's still he's still going after it and uh, a couple I think it was a year and a half ago he asked he asked me about my career switcher program because he was possibly thinking about changing it up because you know, he was grinding for so long and yeah. for a guy that was ranked in like the top I think it was top twenty of nationwide broadcasters. Did you know that? No, I didn't. He, he was he was ranked in like the top uh, twenty broadcasters graduating college, hmm. uh, and he was the only guy like like in Virginia DMV area. Yeah. And he he was ranked as one of the top twenty, and he still was like grinding at like different small stations. Oh, and stuff yeah. like that. He's finally up here. I don't know if he's still doing. Uh, the radio bit it's like but weekends. I know he's I doing he the does. weekends, but I, I think he might be doing something different. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I know he's because he was doing minor league baseball for a while, exactly. and and then I mean it's it's a hard life, man. All that kind of stuff. It's a hard so. life, man. It's it's I I remember getting offered out of school to work in the uh, athletic department in the media 
division for 15 grand a year and yeah. i was like i can't do that oh uh, i think my best story <laughs> was when i was in the running for the play-by-play position the play-by-play and community relations director for the um uh me- that wasn't memphis it was the uh, mississippi river okay. kings but memphis okay. and mississippi like are like, it's like the yeah, yeah so it was the mississippi river kings and i was like literally in the top three candidates uh, they ended up choosing a guy that worked for the the Phantoms, the the Flyers AHL affiliate. Okay. Um, I never had you know an AHL affiliate, but they ended up choosing that guy to be there. And when they said, uh, "This is a bad thing," it was like the beginning of the interview process, and it was like the phone interview part. And they said, "So uh, this job pays nineteen thousand a year." I said, nineteen thousand. Yeah. I said. If I made, got paid nineteen thousand up here, I'd be living in a in, in a in a you know a, a basement be, apartment in, anyway. in in the ghetto. Yeah, nineteen thousand that couldn't even get you. A they basement. wanted me to travel with the team to be the community relations director, like direct the mascots and appearances and all that stuff, and do the play by play. Yeah, I said you want me to do all that stuff at nineteen thousand. My part time job up here is yeah. it pays eighteen thousand, and I work twenty hours a week. That's crazy. Oh man. my gosh! I was like, "That's like literally like getting paid seventeen an hour." Oh, it's insane! It's insane. No, it's that's what it was. It was coming out of school. They were like, "Cause I had two jobs. I had the the CareSoft path, yep. and they were like, here's going to be a good salary here, full time job, you benefits, job. everything.' <laughs> yeah, worst, worst job I've ever had. Oh yeah. But uh, you go that path, or you can for like fifteen grand a year, you can work in the media department, like work your balls off, yep. uh, live at home, and like deal with all that stuff. And it was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go uh, go live. With my girlfriend and uh, go ha- get a regular job. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the plan. Well, that's the thing. Now, now that me and you look at it, I mean, we still would like to have something like that. But at the time, now it's. I mean, even with your other podcasts and stuff, stuff like that, and then maybe a snack podcast or whatever. It's more of now. It's like kind of like a hobby kind of thing. Oh yeah, we, that's we do it, it where we can talk about yeah. it and just kind of go off each other because we both watch like all the same games and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And and even when we miss a game, like I can, you can get my take, I can get your take, different stuff like that. And it's 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 definitely good just to have it as more of a side you know project yeah. than actually you know because like you said grinding the media department for fifteen grand or getting a uh, you know play by play job would have been great but when I saw my paycheck and the paycheck was like a thousand dollars for for that month you know it's like it's that's rough. not gonna happen and not I even looked at like locations down there to live because I was like oh, I'm in top three yeah. it might actually get offered here. And it was like literally like you know twelve hundred for a rent, and I was like for a nice apartment. I'm like, that's not you know, work. that's that's good for up here, yeah, twelve hundred yeah. bucks, and for a nice apartment. But down there, it's like my paycheck. Yeah, there you would have. You, when you have to get a side job, when you when they offer you full time, and you have to get a side job just to make ends meet, that's kind of ridiculous. All but, right, so uh, I guess we'll give this guy a call. We'll see what happens all here. Right, let's do it. Let's see. Oh, I gotta write his name down. Don't. I'm sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Ooh, and Please. the mailbox has oh, not been whoa. set up yet. Right, Who well. doesn't set up their mailbox? I'm shoot him a text. Um, hey, Dalton, this is Ben from the DC Crossover. Are you out of school yet? <laughs> Feel free to call me back this number when you... Free to chat. It was all just a scam. It didn't actually exist. This is part of my freaking identity theft or something yeah. like that. This it's, is it's it's his best friend playing a prank on him. So I'm he telling you though, calls. Man, I am. Uh, we'll, we'll see if he texting. Where the hell are you? I'm telling you though, I'm 
I'm I'm dying. I'm falling apart. Hey, don't got... start that yet. Don't start. I want to know that yeah. Well, what? no. I what do you mean? I, I thought you were going to start telling me about it all. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can start because uh, we have no call from Dar- Dalton <laughs> right now. Uh, it's his last name. He's in high school. But uh, maybe I'll bleep that out. <laughs> um, well, while we wait, because uh, if he doesn't call, we're just going to go into our show anyway. Yeah. So, um, And if he does call, I'll pause the story and we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it. But, okay. Um, so you and I have talked a little bit about the identity theft stuff I've got going on um, where somebody's impersonating me. They got it. all my info, all the good stuff, the hits, yep. the social security number, the the, uh, the address, the phone number. They're opening bank accounts left and right, um, you know, like uh, going into Navy Federal. They open an account in my name, and then they overdraft five grand, and then they peace out, Great and people. then I'm the one who gets the bill, um, which has been a lot of fun. It's been about a month of that, uh, which has been just a blast. But then the newest wrinkle, Mike, the one that I wanted to tell you about today was, so Saturday, I get a couple phone calls in the morning from a New Jersey number. And I'm like, I don't know, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't pick up. Um, I get another call uh, a little bit later in the day. So I pick up and the guy goes, hey, is this Mark? And I go, uh, no, this is not Mark. And, nope. they're like, and they're like, okay, sorry. And I hang up. Well, that's weird. I get another call about 20 minutes after that. Hey, is this Mark? <laughs> uh, different number, different number. I go, no, no, no Mark here. You have the wrong number. Please take me off of whatever list you got. Um, he says, no problem, no problem. Uh, get a, Maybe an hour goes by. I get another call. The guy goes, this time he goes, is this Mark Simpson? And I go, Mark Simpson? I was like, nope, this is Ben Simpson. Um, don't know who uh, Don't know who Mark, don't know who Mark, Mark is. Simpson is. He's like, are you sure? Are you sure you're not Mark Simpson? You're moving from Georgia, yes. Georgia to Virginia, um, and you needed some moving help. And I was like, <laughs> "Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure." He's like, "Do you know Mark Simpson?" I say, "No, don't know Mark Simpson." So this exact right. scenario plays itself out maybe a hundred times this weekend. Jeez, so we're talking maybe every forty-five minutes to an hour. I get an, I'm getting a call from a different moving company. Yeah. Um, and they're calling, and they and and every single time. So I talked to one of the guys. I'm like, where where did you guys get this info? He was he was a nice guy, um, and he was like, oh, so there's a posting on Movers.com from oh. from from Mark Simpson, and I guess your phone number. And I was like, Jesus, dude. And he's like, yeah, I can't really do anything about it on my end. You're gonna have to talk to Movers.com. I was like, okay, I got you. So I, I call. I go to Movers.com. There's Jeez. a main line there. I hit the I hit the dial button, and just like our boy uh, Dalton here, uh, nobody answers the phone. So I leave a voicemail and I send an email, um, but I'm still getting the calls. Today, the weirdest call was um, so I got a call from a Florida number. I answer the phone. You know, hey, is this Mark? No, this isn't Mark. My number is on the wrong is is on some posting. Um, you know, I'm telling the guy what's going on. I'm saying this isn't my number. I'm not Mark Simpson, but uh, my number's out there. Uh, can you take me off the list? The guy goes, "No problem. I can send you over to the list master." And I go, "Who?" He says, <laughs> "Who is that?" He says, "The list master." And I go, "Sure, send me over to the list master." Yeah, that. that so the the line goes dead for a sec, and then I hear the the transfer noises and things like that. Another guy picks up the phone. He goes, hello, this is the list master. And I go, um, hello. Uh, he's like, what, what, you know, what's going on? How can I help you? And I'm like, all right, and I explain the situation again. And he's like, all right, first, let's start from the beginning. And I'm like, what the, what the hell is this What's guy's, your name? What's this guy's problem? So 
He does ask my name. So first of all, I, I know immediately that like if he asks for any sensitive information, I'm clearing out and not giving it to the list master. Yeah. Uh, what kind of title is that? <clears throat> I, I don't know. But do you, do you apply to be the list so master? So he asks me to spell my name. He says it really weird, too. He's like, uh, please spell your name forward and backward. And it's like, well, I'm not going to spell it backward, but I'll give it to you <laughs> forward. Um, Listmaster. So I, so I give him my name, and he's like, so, and then he like starts asking more questions. And every time he asks a question, he goes, let's start from the beginning. And then he'll go like, when did this all start? Let's start and then I'll the be like, it started uh, Saturday. Um, and I'll be telling him, and he'll be like, let's let, let's start at the beginning. Um, how many phone calls have you received from these companies? And I'm like, uh, you know. Like forty five, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm doing the best I can with these questions, <laughs> and every time he's asking me to start from the beginning, <laughs> and then he goes, "Hmm, let me look something up real quick." And then like I hear the tippity tap tap tap. Oh, I hate that. Um, it's the worst. And he's like, "Hold on." And keep in mind, he's got a very weird tone of voice. Like he's got kind of like a like a booming. Like if you asked me to picture, like to 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 send you the voice of the taskmaster, it was this guy's List voice, master, not task. The list master, not the taskmaster, you're right. Uh, or the bass master. He wasn't fishing. <laughs> yeah, he, um, was, he, was he was fishing for my information, I'll tell you that. Um, so he asks these questions, and then the list master goes, all right, I think I can help you. And then the line goes dead. So I call back. So I call back that main number, and I go, you're going to love this. So I go, um, I was just talking to the list master. The guy on the other end goes, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Who is, the guy who is had no that idea. Guy? So I think it was like a spoof number or something. Because the number I called the guy was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what a list master is. Please stop calling me. And suddenly I'm the calling guy. You're, that you're I've the, been, the bad guy. I'm the spammer. When Meanwhile, I've been spammed every day. Oh, my um, God. So I, I don't know what happened. I started Googling like list master. What the hell is a list master? Nothing out there. Nothing Jeez. out there about list masters. Got nothing from anybody. Um, and... Uh, this is just my life now. Meanwhile, the, uh, I don't know if you saw when you walked up the stairs, but our, our fire alarm, I had to pull, our smoke detector, I had to pull the whole thing from the ceiling because it was at, at 12 o'clock last night, it was beeping very loudly every oh. 60 seconds. Dude, I, ha- I had something similar happen Dude, to me too. Every 60 seconds, it would do a very shrill beep. And so we go, maybe it's the battery. Now, we don't have any 9 volts, so I drive to... Who has a 9 volt? Exactly. So Bear. I had to drive to Walmart at midnight. And you want to be with the, the crowd. It's a Sunday night at Walmart at midnight. Place was packed. Now, really? a lot of uh, people, maybe not from this land, uh, <laughs> doing some of their shopping. Um, so I go there, and of course, the 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 bat the, the organization, the Walmart, because nobody cares. Like there's and there's nobody to help me. Yeah, everything's self help. I don't think there was a single employee there. Like so, I don't know who's who's oh, yeah. stopping you from walking out at midnight on a Sunday Late night, night from there Walmart. There is literally like five workers. I think maybe there was. I saw one one woman, and I wasn't going to ask her for where the batteries were because she looked like the night of living dead. Like she looked like a zombie. Yeah. So. I'm going in. I'm searching aisle after aisle. I'm just pissed off. And meanwhile, I had to pull the the breaker to to pull the power for the whole house because otherwise the thing would have kept going off because it's hardwired, but it's also battery backup. So mm. it was still connected to the main power in the house. So I was like, I'm sorry, Abby. I got to pull the power because um, otherwise it would have kept be going one, off. One beep. It was one beep every like sixty seconds. Um, okay. And we were like timing it out. So I go. To, <laughs> Here's I, our time, just in case. Yeah, I, I swear to God. So then we finally, I finally find nine volts. I buy like a billion of them, as much as many yeah. nine volts as they have. And then I come back, and then uh, I go up. I put the fresh nine volt in there. Oh, turn it on. Turn on the power. Beep. Sixty seconds go by. Another loud beep. And I go, "What is going on? You've got your power. You've got your battery. It's not a low battery. There's no fire." 
Just, I mean, I'm sweating my my my, my butt off, um, but there's no fire. Trust me, and uh, there's no smoke. Um, and it was like, what the hell is going on? And so I ended up just pulling the whole thing out, like the whole cords and everything. Now I didn't like break it, but I definitely pulled like the thing out. Cause, and we're gonna have to buy a new one. Because I think what happened is, so the the expiration date thing on there says like May 2012 or something like that. <laughs> so and apparently Probably a decade old. So I read out that like those smoke alarms, smoke detector things last for like seven years. So I think that's what happened is yeah. that got installed in 2012, and if for some reason it said at midnight on you know uh, March 8th that this is when the power is going to be done, and that's when it decided to go off. So I was freaked, yeah. but it took me like a half hour to get everything figured out. Then by the time you go to bed, we get up at 5.45. So then by the time I go to sleep, it's like 1 a.m. And it's like, all right, well, my night's shot. So I'm, yeah. I'm dying here. People are stealing my identity. I'm Mark Simpson now. Um, my fire, my sm- I mean, anybody feel free to set a fire in my house because nobody's detecting that. Uh, it's just a, it's a nightmare. Freaking Ed Bassmaster is uh, coming up. Uh, oh, Jesus. I mean, I know out of the two of us, the one is most likely to get coronavirus is me, just with all my luck that's Through been going on right now. By the list master. I mean, don't. Don't. Uh, hey, buddy. Sorry, we can't talk at noon on a Monday, but hey, we can talk at uh, you Once know when work's out. A normal time that any adult human being would be available to talk to. Oh, I I, I would I would hate I would hate it if he's listening to this podcast as I was trashing him. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trashing you, Dalton. If you are listening, you're fine. I just I mean, hey, man, you you said you could talk at five. I called you at five. I don't know what else to tell you. Meanwhile, I'm getting calls left and right from Mark Simpson. Yeah, damn movers, so, you know. But you said something like this happened to you with yeah, yours that, with the so the smoke alarm went off and. Uh, uh, it was my apartment one time, and um, so what happened was the smoke alarm kept going off, and I wasn't cooking. And it's probably so loud, and it's so loud, and you've got neighbors. Yeah, and you know? my my dog was you know old, you yeah, know? and 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 he would start yelping stuff like that because he because I mean he's at that at that age you know the, the dog's hearing and all that kind of stuff uh, is all shot, so you know he would be yelping and stuff like that. He wouldn't like it. And um, so I had my dad check it one time. He was because yeah. I was I had to go to work something like that. And he went over and checked it, and he he was like, "Yeah, I took it off." And I was like, "What the hell is wrong with this thing?" Blah 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 blah. And all of a sudden, he said, "So he said he like blew in it or something like that." He was like, he, like what? "What?" Because what time? What time of night was this? Like just a regular? No, it was evening? like during the day. Oh, it was during the day. Yeah. Okay. So um, and I, but I was like, it was like a it was like a Saturday or or it was something um where I where my dad was home and um or a holiday. I don't know what the hell it was. And, uh, and so he ended up doing it. And, um, what happened was as he blew in it, cause like sometimes dust or something like that can actually trip the wires. Sure. So he tried to give a little, little dust buster kind of action going. And, uh, he said nothing came out and he did it again. Nothing came out and he's trying to figure out what the hell is wrong with this thing. So he ended up, uh, blowing it and all of a sudden a spider, like the size of oh. like a, like a pea started crawling out and he was like, Whoa, what the hell? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, he said he couldn't. It, it fell, and he couldn't find where it went. And he, and then he, so then all of a sudden, he pressed the button, and it stopped beeping. What so, in the so world? So he ended up looking up on on uh, on online. He said that sometimes bugs can get in there, like pests or whatever, can get in there and trip wires, and because they, they they built little nests. And they trip wires I mean, or whatever. It's possible that that could have been the case. I didn't go like poking around in there much. Yeah. I just unscrewed it from the wall and now it's like if there's a fire there's a fire i don't, I don't care right, at this whatever. point let me burn man yeah. let me burn that's, but, a, that's, uh, that's the thing that smoke detectors are such a pain like i just don't understand like carbon monoxide ones they're silent yeah yeah, yeah. obviously you never you don't have well carbon like monoxide obviously like i understand like you can't have a silent 
uh, smoke alarm because then who's going to know yeah. when you're on fire? Yeah. But, but, but that's the thing. Carbon monoxide uh, detectors, they are silent. Sure. And they sure. never beep. They only beep when you plug them in. And then all of a sudden, you start doing these certain damn smoke detectors, and you had to have the fire department or something like that come out, like an apartment. So they, they, I they, mean, they, I was close they, to calling them. They had to come and check everything. Because I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like it, it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, in apartment complexes, because a lot of the time, you couldn't get those things to shut off yourself yeah. sometimes. Oh, man. And like, I, you, know what yeah. I, you know what I hate is that they actually, one time in my apartment, they ended up, uh, I got locked out, um, mm-hmm. mainly because my I had... Um, I forgot. I had some spare key or something like that, but I always went to the garage. So right, right. I always went to the garage, and the front door uh, was locked. So the the garage door was unlocked. But the problem was that I took my um, key off for something. I forgot exactly for what, and then I had to call the after hours number. Hmm. And I mean, they, all the maintenance guys live on the property. Yeah. So it's like that's that's the funny thing. They all live on the property, but they have one guy that works like the night shift or whatever, sure. and is on call or whatever. And they called up there, and the lady who I was talking to, very nice, stuff like that. And she was probably at some like location in Texas or something yeah, like yeah, that, some yeah. weird location. No chance was she and, like, in um, the neighborhood. Yeah, and yeah. she ended up saying, uh, "Yeah, let me let me let me call whoever's at that location and uh, and see if they can come help you out." And I said, "Okay." And she called over and she said, and she said um, I, "I said, is there going to be a charge for this?" And she said, well, they usually charge, you know, for its after-hours service fee, um, but, uh, you know, it's usually like 200 bucks." I said, $200 to open my door? Like, I was just like, what am I paying for? Like, I mean, so it's like, why do you have maintenance guys? And they have a, a on-call guy. So, luckily, the guy came out, and when, I, when he told me, this is a funny story, actually. Uh, when he, I, I said, "Hey, if you can just open up my garage with like a like a, like a master key or something like that, because like, obviously it's an electric electric garage, yeah. but usually, you know, at least in the older garages, you can have a key and like you can open it up and then open it up manually, uh, which kind of like I guess deactivates the electric or whatever." And uh, I said, "If you can, just, my garage door is open. I just don't have my my opener on it." And uh, I think the opener, because the opener was fidgety sometimes. It, it, yeah, it was yeah. working. It wasn't working sometimes. Because yeah. like I'd press it and it and it would, it would open up like like three inches and close. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thanks. Um, so I told him, I said, I can't get, I just can't, I just don't have my key on me or yeah. something like that. And he said, uh, he said, well, l- let me let me go f- try your front door because I don't have a master key. So he, he and my apartment was right next to the maintenance shed, like the other, you know, all that kind of stuff or maintenance office area. Mm-hmm. And he drove the golf cart over there, drove it right back after like a minute. And then he went upstairs. He said, "He said, oh, uh, um, I'm, I'm going to have to charge you for this to uh, to unlock the door." And I said, "I, I said, well, can't you, can't you just open it? And let, yeah. like, let me go. Like yeah. 200 bucks is ridiculous. That's insane." And he's like, "He's like, well, you know, I, I'm going to have to charge you for it, but you know, if you can get in, you can get in." I said, "Because my apartment, as you know, yeah. had two deadbolts. Yeah, one deadbolt was for keys. Yeah, the other deadbolt." No idea why it was there. It was too <laughs> deadbolt. No, because you couldn't get in. Yeah, it's just oh, like it was a, impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's a deadbolt without yeah. a key. Key it's the most thing. security I've ever seen. It made no sense it's why like they had it. Jail and it was on that and the garage door. It made zero sense. So, and I'm also like, hey, my dog is up there. I need to yeah. get up there. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, sense of urgency. Yeah, like you know, I mean, I, my dog was in the window, so he was like, why the hell are you not coming in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was me, wa- look at me sitting against my car. Yeah, and uh, he's pissed. Um, and. Uh, so basically, uh, the guy said, "Well, you know, I I need to. The, the thing is, I need to drill through." And I said, "Wait, wait, 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 drill through something." I'm like, 
You have a master key. Just, just open, open up the lock, up. and I can get in. He was like, "Wait, your your top deadbolt isn't locked?" Because that's the thing. They had to drill into that, and that was what the charge was for. The lady thought that both uh, deadbolts were locked, okay, and that he would have to drill. And so he ended up telling me, "Hey, you have to, I, I, I'd have to drill into it and get it done like that, but I can just open it up for you, and you're you're in." And like I'm like. Why couldn't you just tell me that? <laughs> like we're, we're gonna save a lot of time here. Um, but the funny thing was, I went and grabbed a beer and I said, "Hey man, here, here's, here's for your trouble, man. I appreciate it." He's like, like he was like kind of like uh, he had an accent. He's like, "I do not drink." And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, <laughs> sorry, but have a good night." <laughs> like because it was like a Saturday, and I was I was like because I just got I was out or something like that, and I came back and I was like, "Hey man, have have a good night. Take it easy." I, was, I just gave him like a like a Michelob Ultra yeah, or something like yeah. that, a Corona or something, and he just like looked at me. He's like, "I don't drink," and I was like. And he started walking away. Like didn't say anything. Like you give him night. some uh, dr- flaming Doritos. No, I no, I ain't doing you that. You wouldn't give that to anybody. No, 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 of course, obviously. But um, it's a cheaper way to give some someone. But uh, no, I, I was like, like okay, dude. Like kind of like it was kind of odd that he just like. He's, I mean, I know obviously you don't drink, you don't drink. But yeah, you could, I could have gave you a water or something. Yeah, so. I mean, like yeah, a little glass of ice water or something like that. I give him a glass of ice water so he drinks it on the spot. That's kind of weird. <laughs> it was at the end. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, well, you know what? We'll just get into the show. I mean, if he call, if 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 he calls at some point, he calls. Uh, but we'll we'll just run run into this now. But um, welcome to the DC crossover. I guess we never really did. We give the official hello. Welcome to the DC crossover. We didn't do the intro yet. Oh well. Well, what, are you going to delete this thirty minutes here? No, no not the no the. Intro. Oh, you're right. We got to hit the intro to start. But of the course, show. Uh, like I told you, I got to get on it. Uh, I said last week, but I was so bu- yeah. busy. I was kind of busy. Yeah. Um, but. I definitely have to get into the stuff now because um, I think we need to go and I needed you to double check the uh, player position intros for the Nats to make sure everybody right. in the intro is still for the positions. That's obviously, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are still on the team. Yeah. <laughs> I know well, some people are not on the team anymore. Like I don't know if Anthony Rendon's still on that thing, but I think he is. We'll check it out. So we'll, we'll figure it out. But, that. All right. So we'll hit the intro. We'll get things going here. We'll be right back. That's a clown question, bro. And they're not even called Reese's Pieces. They're called Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. They're pieces of Reese's. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. Hello? You play to win the game. And we welcome you back to the DC Crossover with Cerrone and Simpson. Once again, I believe it is episode 43, I think. Something like that. I think uh, Episode so. 40. Uh, yes, I don't know. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, 43. I think I always start the intro with that because I always forget what episode it is. It's like 43 or something like that. I don't think we've um, ever ever been confident in the, the episode number. Yeah, because well, the problem is is when you're on a podcasting thing on Apple Apple <clears> phones, <throat> it, does, it's like, it doesn't erase, but it's like you say see all episodes and it only goes like six episodes back. So I'll confirm. Like, I'll pull up the DC Crossover uh, WordPress page yeah, and, and like double that. check. I, I think it's 43. We're going to go with 43. Yeah, yeah that's uh, fine. Until you obviously uh, you know, secluded here um, yeah. or uh, whatever the word is. So, uh, 
Yeah, um, with Cerrone and Simpson, I am Mike Cerrone. That is Ben Simpson once again. And today is a, it's just a little bit shorter episode, obviously, because the longer episodes are going to be coming here shortly. Yes. Uh, because obviously the Washington Nationals are halfway through spring training. Can you believe that? I mean, I, I tell you, it's been pretty crazy uh, just, just thinking about spring training and how fast it's gone already. Obviously, we didn't get to an episode last week. Um, you know, we were really busy on the, during the weekend and everything of that nature. So we didn't get to an episode last week. Obviously, nothing really happened too, too much because we pretty much talked about the exact same thing. The Defenders, again, the last episode we had, the Defenders got smoked against the LA Wildcats. And uh, this, this this past week they won, which we'll get into a little bit later. Yeah. But the episode that we didn't get to record, they got smoked again. So we exactly talked about the same exact thing. And then the Caps were kind of on the same trend. Um, the Wizards, no one really cares right now. Obviously, and then obviously the Redskins, nothing really happened last week. Uh, but we'll get to what happened uh, the past few days, obviously, here in a, in a second. But um, Sure. Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, check out all of our social media aspects and everything like that, which we'll get into a little bit Ooh, later. it's 42. 42. Is it? It is. It <gasps> is. Wait, oh, what was, what was 40? 40 was the first one? 40 was the boys are back. Was it? Uh, well, there we go then. 42, episode 42. Don't get too confused out there. But definitely, I'm Mike Cerrone. That's Ben Simpson once again for the DC Crossover, a semi-professional sports podcast, as we like to call it. Sure. Um, and uh, obviously, we're professional because we're here at 5 o'clock waiting for that phone call. We haven't yeah. got it yet. Yeah, we, um, we're, we're waiting for a lot of phone calls, I think, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, from yeah, ESPN yeah, or yeah. from you know, wherever. But, uh, uh, but yeah, as Mike said, we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to do a couple things today, DC sports related, but the big for the baseball fans out there starting uh, next episode, we'll get into some uh, we'll do some some spring training previews well we're thinking about doing the uh, a solid episode for the you know the spring training stuff right and then obviously do a regular one that yeah, kind of yeah. encompasses what's up to date with the Redskins situation which we'll get into sure. in a second sure 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 so um look out for that baseball fans and then again uh it's baseball regular season just around the corner as long as uh you know coronavirus doesn't uh, wreck that because uh you never know man well, they did say about the nba stuff did you hear about that uh, yeah, and they told the players to be beware about empty, empty stadiums, empty arenas, which is so weird because like you say, like you. I got Wizards tickets for tomorrow night, so oh. <laughs> better not. Uh, I have tomorrow night and then uh, going Sunday too. They're gonna so. be calling out plays from the bench. It's gonna echo. <laughs> I bought, <laughs> I bought, I bought tickets for in the suites oh. for twenty five bucks. Really, a seat. I was gonna ask you if you wanted to go to a game, but I looked at it. I looked for suites because. I, I found got, one for twenty five bucks today. I think they just put it up, and like I was able to jump on it quick. Because I, because a guy that we know, um, that he's not really a broadcaster, but he was, we work for the company. Sure. <laughs> uh, and uh, he actually was. I saw on his Snapchat or something like that, like a month ago, that he went to a Wizards game, and I think was in what's it called the what's the what's the like the club section? Oh, it starts with a V, I think. It was something like well, was, there's a couple clubs that's like all inclusive stuff, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was there, um, and and he Snapchat the whole thing, so I was kind of interested in it. Yeah, yeah. And it had like chicken fingers and all this kind of all this kind of food, your your kind of style too. Oh, for sure. And uh, basically, he got all this stuff for free. And I I wanted to say I was like I want to ask Ben if he wants to go to this. Yeah, and I looked yeah, at the yeah. price and it was like hundred bucks. I'm like, do I really want to yeah. have all inclusive for a Wizards game? That's not, no. You know. See, that's the thing is, I don't think this for this suite thing. I don't even know if there's going to be food in this one. It's literally just the fact that it's in a suite and it's twenty five bucks. So we were yeah. like, I was like, might as well because my buddy's in town. Ta- Ian, Ian, uh, oh, is Ian's he? Yeah. in town, so we're going to go. And nice. Then, and then my dad's going, taking me and 
my brother to see Wiz Thunder on Sunday. So Ooh. I'm getting a double dose of some Wizards action. I haven't gone to a game all season. so I've this been is to a game in probably <laughs> six years. This is my chance to support him, I guess. But um, where would you like to start with today's we episode? We can start with the Redskins just because okay. the Redskins, I mean, obviously a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today isn't, like I said, isn't, isn't really in-depth. Uh, mainly because the Redskins, um, which we'll get to the intro here in a second if you have it up already. Um, no, it. actually, the iPad is dead. Um, I hadn't charged it up, so I don't ah. have the Redskins up. Maybe I'll insert it in. We'll see. Okay. Uh, uh, well, we th- we'll talk about the it's Redskins. A, it's a right very now. loose show today. Yeah, it's a really loose show. But it's, yeah. it's, I mean, like I said, this is like the time of the year, which we, we had a perfect time to start. <laughs> where yeah. This is the time of year where it's either – you know, ramped up and ready to rock and roll and all this kind of stuff, or it's really dull. And right now with the Wizards' struggles, uh, you know, for years, all, all obviously, but they're starting to ramp it up a little bit. But um, at, at the same time, the Caps, you know, they're still on that little teeter-totter of they beat the Penguins 5-2 in Pittsburgh, but then they lose to the Rangers. Right. Uh, let let uh, Zabinajad, you know, freaking <laughs> score five goals against them, uh, which was in, in, insane of a guy to score five goals against you uh, that plays for the Rangers team. So... Basically, um, you know that kind of time frame. The Redskins are in the off season. The, you know, the, obviously the draft. Uh, who we're gonna have an expert on who has like over thirty thousand followers and stuff like that. Uh, his name is Jordan Reed. Uh, so it's not the Jordan Reed that played for the Redskins, which he uh, actually he actually sent a nice uh, tweet out. I don't know if you saw this. Um, uh, when Jordan Reed got released by the Redskins, right? He said I did see he, that. He said he he thanked the Redskins for his time because he knew people were gonna do it. Uh, and like say everything to him and like uh, tweet at him all the time because obviously the name because some Americans are dumb uh, because they think oh well this guy's name is Jordan Reed he must be the right guy um, even though in his profile it doesn't say anything about the Boston Redskins. Well, the so. funniest was when uh, there was a radio host in Baltimore, co- uh, coincidentally enough, where when the Ray Rice stuff started, his yeah. name was Ray Rice and he was a radio host, white guy radio host, and he was getting people were like. DMing him left and right. We I can't you. believe you beat your wife and like all this <laughs> stuff. He's like, I certainly do not to yeah. do that. He's like, you got the wrong guy. Yeah. So uh, so we're gonna have that guy on yeah. um, Jordan Reed. So you can je- definitely check him out on Twitter if you want. We're gonna have him on a little bit later, uh, more so closer to April. I asked him if he wants to do the first week of April um, before obviously the draft stuff starts to ramp way too crazy. Uh, just to get a little re- uh, recap of uh, what the analysis are going on right now uh, for the draft of the Redskins and so on and so forth. Sure. Um, but obviously this is off season for the Redskins. Then obviously the Nats are starting to ramp up. The defending champs, uh, you know, so we're going to talk about them a lot more. And obviously me and Ben are, are really keen into talking more baseball than anything for the most part. So, um, Definitely try to have a, a couple guests on for that. And obviously, March Madness is coming up here uh, next week. So maybe we'll do a March Madness episode as sure. well. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe uh, we'll have a, I mean, maybe we'll have the guy we had on last year. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was a little rough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little more energy, hopefully, this time. That was like 45 minutes. 45 minutes, and I, oh, it was. We, I was falling asleep. I mean, he had um, some decent insight because he, he was sure, doing that and stuff sure. like that. But the problem is, like you the said, the energy it, was not there. It, it, it was, was not a broadcaster. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, not that gosh. we are, but we'll see. Um, so you want to start with the Redskins, so we'll start there. Um, so the news today, of course, Trent Williams reportedly demanded a new contract um, before getting permission to seek a trade elsewhere this offseason, but now he is looking for some big money. John Keim reported uh, an annual average annual salary of at least 20 mil 
is what Trent Williams is looking for. Some of the some of the team names that have been linked to Williams, Arizona, Cleveland, you had Texans, you had Jets for sure. And now people are saying that that $20 million a year might scare off some of those teams, uh, especially for that position. Because right now, Lane Johnson is the highest per year salary of any tackle in the league at 18 mil. Um, and then only three others get even our past 15 mil. And Trent Williams wants the big money, yeah. the 20 mil. Well, the, the problem with Trent Williams is his, uh, his durability. I mean, he's literally played less than, I think, 13 games for the last five years. So every single time, especially last year, we didn't play any. So, when, when, when teams look at him, even the Redskins, when they look at him and they say, you haven't played a full season pretty much forever. So it's like, if you want this big money, you have to be able to be durable. You can't be getting hurt and having these little nagging injuries or whatever it may be. Everyone gets nagging injuries. But the guys that make the big money, and I'm not going to say this, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, take this out on a limb and say like, oh yeah, you know, everyone who plays 16 games gets paid big money or everyone who gets paid big money has played 16 games. Sure. But... Most of them have at least, out of five years, they have at least one or two seasons where they played all 16 games. You would think. You know, so it's, Even for a demanding position like tackle. I exactly. Mean. And Lane Johnson, he I don't think he's the best tackle in, the, in football, but you know he made his money and he, he got a contract at the right time and different things like that. Trent Williams, the problem with him is obviously he blamed it on this and blamed it on that and all this kind of stuff. They got rid of the training staff. They got rid of Bruce Allen. Uh, you know, They said, hey, we can pay you a little bit more, but he wants, like you said, you know, over twenty million is just absurd for a guy that's going to give you thirteen games and yeah. a tackle. I mean, you're, no, you're, you're literally it's it's a it's a great position, sure. very skilled position. You know, blindside and whatnot. Uh, you know, tackle for him for the left tackle position. But the problem is, is that it's not a position that's going to score your points. That's, no, that's a big deal. No, and you would think. I mean, obviously having a young quarterback, you'd love if Trent Williams could play. I mean, just imagine what he could do with this team if he would if he would play. But the problem is. I mean, if you're the Redskins, you can't pay him $20 million. Yeah. Um, and you have to try to get some assets from a trade. I mean, that you have to do that. Yeah. Um, because here's the thing with Trent Williams, too, is he has financial flexibility with how much money he has right now that he will just sit out this year as well. If the yeah. Redskins don't move him and they don't want to pay him $20 mil, the guy's just going to sit at home for another season yeah. because he's he's not one of those guys that's not making enough money where um, you know uh, sitting out a season is going to cost them you know he's going to be the t- he's the type of guy that he doesn't mind uh, sitting out all 2020 uh, if if need be. So I think if you're the Redskins, we got to just figure out a way to just get him shipped off, send him to the Jets or whoever. The Jets and get the some young talent, two, two get some guys. picks, and and then just call it a day. Because right now you've got this black cloud hanging over this yep. team in Trent Williams, where you know the the, the culture is supposed to be changing here for the Redskins. They're supposed to be able to kind of. Um, get this team to a whole new day, a new era uh, with Ron Rivera and obviously with Bruce Allen being gone now. Um, they have to be able to kind of turn the tides a bit. And meanwhile, you can't do that with Trent Williams' cloud over your head. Yeah. Because the guy is a is yeah. is obviously an uh, all-talent, all-league talent. I mean, he's got to be a top-five tackle in the league uh, when he's healthy and playing a full season. But otherwise, this is just a black cloud over this team right now. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at uh, John Kimes' article that he wrote a couple days ago, and it says he hasn't played a full season since 2013. Uh, Seven tw- years ago. Yeah, exactly. It's And uh, in 2016, he missed four games uh, because of the substance abuse deal. Yeah. Uh, and uh, obviously, that was a big deal. Um, but, I mean, literally, over six seasons ago, that's, that's a situation where it's like, you're turning 32, okay? 
literally, last time you played a full season when you were 25 years old, you were a few <laughs> years out of college. Yeah. You, you just can't have a situation like that where it's like, you're getting older. You're not getting younger. I understand that, you know, the aspect of, okay, you had a full full season of rest pretty much. You've been working out, something like that, and you're in great shape. But you probably have two to three years left of all pro type tackle position. Because you look at Donald Penn. Donald Penn's he's obviously older, uh, a lot older than Trent Williams, but Donald Penn came in here and he was serviceable and he was, you know, he was a Pro Bowl uh left tackle uh for the Raiders and, and so on and so forth. But here's a here's a little a little tidbit. So Obviously, there are teams that are interested in him uh, for trading. Uh, the two leading candidates that they're talking about are the Jets and the Browns. Obviously, yeah. the Jets and the Browns, uh, you know, they have good running backs. Uh, Carlos Hyde, which I don't know if he's still with the Browns this year, um, but uh, they also have Nick Chubb. And then all uh, for Le'Veon Bell at the Jets, they also have a good running back in him. But the Browns hired uh, the offensive line coach for the Redskins, Bill Callahan. They hired him this year, and he's always uh, praised uh, Trent in the, in, in the past. So when you're looking at it, I think the Browns might be the leading candidate, um, but it all depends on the draft capital because Ian Rappaport actually um, had a little report that said whoever gives them the best draft capital. They didn't say any players. Obviously, if you had a player in there, it could be a little bit different story. Um, but there's just – People out there that are that are saying that hey, it'd be a real big deal if they dra- traded him because they can get another trade uh, or another pick. Obviously, last year they had first round picks, and me and you actually talked about it on the show last year. Uh, if they traded him, they could get a lot more uh, draft capital and different things like that. I mean, they actually had a site that said here are seven trades that could work out for the Redskins. Oh yeah, I don't think it's a question of whether or not they could move him. I yeah. think it's more about the teams that he gets moved to. He they know that if they bring him in, they're gonna have to shell out the money because it's otherwise be, he's just gonna have sit to be again. a team that has enough yeah. cap space to do it. And that's the thing about it is that. The Redskins have a lot of cap space. They could probably do it, but that's going to be hamstringing them for a while, especially a team that's trying to rebuild. And right now, it says the Redskins would save $12.5 million against the cap uh, if they trade uh, Williams, and they'll have $73 mil at that point in total cap space, which is a big deal for Bradbury and all these other free agents they're trying to look at, uh, maybe an offensive lineman they might try to bring in. Uh, because obviously a lot of these players that they have on their team, like a Jonathan Allen, like a Deron Payne, Matt Ioannidis just got a new deal, uh, Dwayne Haskins, Terry McLaurin, the big-name guys, uh, Quentin Dunbar, he's looking for more money and different stuff of that nature. So, uh, you know, these guys you got to sign, and obviously Quentin Dunbar – they, I don't know if they debunked it or whatever it may be. They talked about, uh, you know, he wanted to trade and stuff like that, but then he said, oh, I never said that and this and that. So no one really knows what's the truth on that situation, but now he says he wants to stay there, um, which I don't understand why he would want to leave because now he's the number one guy. You know, now he's the definitive number one guy there. And, uh, you know, they have a young core. He's a young guy. You know, he's I think he's like 25, 26 years old, something like that. Um, you know, don't quote me on that, but – you know, for a guy that's that old, you know, you'd think you want to stay with a young core, brand new defensive yeah. regime, and stuff like that. And I think it was kind of funny that they interviewed Josh Norman uh, about uh, Ron Rivera getting there because he's like, "Oh yeah, my new coach," and they then they released him, <laughs> and uh, he just got picked up this uh, this he uh, did I think by today. the uh, Bills. Bills, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do, but the Bills have a good defense. So overall, I think that. You know, he might be at like a slot corner or something like that. Just play zone. That's his, that's a strong suit zone, anyways. So I mean, because they have Tre'Davious White, who's their number one corner, yeah. and they have a couple other guys that are really good at the Bills. So I think he's going to be a you know like a third string guy. They're not going to pay that much. But overall, 
when you when you see it, they're going to save cap space. And hopefully, if they get a number one pick, if someone says we will give you a, a pick in 2021 first rounder, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would I wouldn't even wait because the the faster you get them off your hands, the faster you get a nice pick. Yeah. You know, but I did see something. Let me let me run this by you. I don't know. Sure. If, I don't know if you saw this, but they said uh, I think it was I don't know if it was a media member or something like that that said uh, from Cleveland said that we would trade David and Joku and a second round pick for Trent Williams. Hmm. David and Joku was a tight end out yep, of Miami. Yep, yep. One of, and I'm a huge ACC guy. You're He's more a big of a, talent. Yeah, you're a Big Ten guy. I'm more yeah. of an ACC guy. Yeah, no. And uh, but big talent out of Miami. I think he was drafted in the second round. Fast, big, strong, oh, yeah. but injury concerns, number one. Uh, and number two, the second-round pick to add add to that. So what would you say on that? A little deliberation. <sighs> you know, I'd probably take that deal. I'd take the pick. I mean, I, I don't think you're not going to get – I mean, you'd probably push to see if you could get uh, maybe multiple picks um, and, and maybe even if you get a lesser player than Njoku, because he is one of the main guys. I mean, like he's one of the big names with that team. Um, that's the big thing. So Njoku got hurt last year early in the season. Yeah. But they were saying that throw in David Njoku mainly because we need a tight end because Vernon Davis is right. gone as Dunsky yeah. and Jordan Reed is Dunsky. So that's yeah, two I mean, guys I, out. I, I would do that move. I think if, yeah. if that opportunity presents itself, because then you, you got to think if you can get a healthy Njoku, exactly. Then you know that's a stud. Another young guy. That's a stud at that position. Um, and then, you know, be able to just uh, have some more offensive weapons. And yeah. then you get that second-round pick. You should be able to turn that into and something. The, well, the second-round pick for this year is yeah. because they don't have one because they got Montez Sweat last year. Right. And that would be – I mean, overall, that would be a yeah, solid – That's cause, not a bad – Because if you think about it, you didn't have Trent Williams last year. Right. And you got Montez Sweat, and you gave, you got rid of pretty much a second-round pick for him. That's pretty much all that happened. And if you get a second-round pick this year – it's basically you're trading nothing for nothing because you didn't you didn't have a Trent Williams last year and you basically go back to normal with the second round pick and you basically get a David and Joku. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they, they no, just gave it's not bad. You. I think that I would take that. I would take that deal. I think if yeah, if you can get if you can get a, a pick within the first couple rounds and a decent talent, I think you got to just at yeah. some point the Redskins can't be picky. I mean, you can be somewhat picky because you know Trent Williams is a big talent, but he's not playing for you. Yeah. So that's just not going to happen at this the point. The only thing I can see them possibly doing is waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until the uh, the trade deadline because that's what they were saying last year. They said right. the time to trade Trent Williams is the teams are, or are the teams that uh, are in the playoff race, like the Patriots. They were in the playoff race and they needed a left tackle. And if they would have gave the Patriots a left tackle, they would have gave them a first-round pick. Yeah, and that was the biggest deal for that situation is because that's when the that's why the trade deadline is so crucial, especially in the NFL, is because those teams that are say one position or two positions down, and that that would propel them to say a one, two, or three seed rather than a wild card. You know, that, that's the time. That's the only thing I can see them doing, but. I would prefer because they're in a rebuild. I would prefer them trade it now, yeah, yeah. and try to see if they can do something. I think better. yeah, because you want to be able to because if you can get some assets heading into the draft in a, in, yeah. a, in a month, um, I think you'd want. I that mean, give Ron Rivera as many picks as possible. I mean, yeah, let, let, let him go for it. You Got to give him some time to build up the system. Let's let's bring in as much talent as possible. Let's get guys that don't want to be here, guys that you know aren't really going to be part of the future in the program and stuff like that. I mean, uh, supposedly those reports were that you know Ron Rivera was going to be able to get 
uh, Trent Williams to want to play again, and that's clearly not the case if the guy's asking for $20 million and asking for that seriously. So, yep. you know, uh, it's just not going to work out. But as we get into further into March and then especially in April when that comes around as we get closer to the NFL draft, I'm very interested to see how all this kind of shapes up and we can get into some, like, pre-draft stuff and um, and get into that. But from one oh, yeah. football team in Washington, D.C., we move to the others, and that is the D.C. Defenders who were able to pull off uh, a big win um, yesterday. If you're listening to this here on Monday, it was on Sunday. Um, and uh, the big news, of course, though, was Cardell Jones um, benched. being benched. Tyree Jackson uh, ended up uh, playing for him and, and helped D.C. defenders pull off an upset. I mean, that was an yeah. upset. And I know the XFL hasn't been around that long yet, and it's kind of hard to know who's good and who's not. But this was, no doubt about it, a big win for a team that had been struggling a bit. And uh, you pull off kind of a, an upset win uh, with Tyree Jackson, which is pretty pretty fun, pretty oh, impressive. Yeah. Well, right now that actually moves the defenders into second place in the entire XFL. Yeah, uh, you know. And last week they were talking about. I mean, we'll, we'll put it this way: three weeks ago they were saying, "Are the defenders the best team in the XFL?" Mm-hmm. Last week they were saying, after two weeks of blowouts. They were saying, are they the worst team in the XFL? And that's behind the teams that have terrible records like Seattle and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, they have a pretty good rushing attack. They're starting to get things going. Uh, and Seattle, Seattle has been in like every single game except for week one when they played the defenders. Yeah. But they just are, have a one and four record. I think it's cause, probably because of Jim Zorn. But at the same time, that put them, I mean, ha- losing that game would have put them behind the Guardians who they blew out. In an embarrassing fashion, mm-hmm. and um, the, the Guardians actually somehow have won two games in a row. I don't know how that's happened. Uh, it's the XFL, at, man, <laughs> it's, it's going XFL. all over the place. Um, but that's the biggest thing is that you know so far that put them back in, in, a, in a nice little spot in the standings. And obviously, with a ten-game season, you don't have a lot of wiggle room. I mean, the NFL, you say you lose three games in a row, yeah, yeah it puts you in a hole. But it's a sixteen-game season. But you lose three in the I mean, XFL. You lose, yeah, exactly. You you lose three in the XFL. I mean, look at the Renegades. The Renegades uh, for Dallas, they were projected to be the best team in the entire league. Uh, Landry Jones, who's looking kind of like crap right now, and uh, Bob Stoops, who is probably the best overall coach in the entire league. Uh, but they're two and three. The whole entire West is kind of funny to look at them. They're two and three, two and three, and one and four, and you get the Roughnecks who are five and zero. Oh. Yeah. So you know that's a that's a big swing because the Roughnecks are just looking like they're solid. I mean they're plus seven in the TD department. Um, but I think the biggest thing with the defenders, like you said, was the sole fact that they made the QB switch. They got a little spark, and I think that Cardale. I was gonna say Cardale. Uh, <laughs> no, Car- Cardale is uh, is not a runner. You know, he has yeah. kind of cinder block fees. They're, that's the kind of thing they were talking about, I guess, another Ohio State quarterback with Dwayne Haskins. They were talking about the cinder block fee. Dwayne Haskins showed us a little bit of running ability, yeah, uh, a lot, more, a lot more than Jones do, does yeah. for the defenders. Um, but Tyree Jackson, you know, I think he played for uh, New Mexico or some – I forgot who exactly it was. Um, but he was a pretty good quarterback in college, and he's six mm-hmm. foot seven. So, you know, you stand next to him, he looks like Yao Ming. <laughs> and um, just like overall, you know, he actually showed a lot of promise – with the RPOs and different stuff of that nature. So, I mean, obviously we're not going to get into it too much because, sure. like you said, it's the XFL. There's new player. I mean, I think yesterday they had four players get hurt in two series. Uh, <laughs> so it's like you're going to have all these different random people up there. And I'm kind of wondering where the heck is Anthony Johnson because they traded him uh, or they, they got him from L.A. He's supposed to be this, like, great line or great defensive end. 
and all of a sudden you saw him like for like one game, and all of a sudden I saw him hyping up the the team, but I never saw him play. Yeah, I'm like I don't understand. But anyway, that's besides the point. But so you know Jones uh, in his game. So this the whole thing with Jones was the past couple games were not. Uh, not not good to say the least. So this was uh, the defenders were outscored sixty four to nine yep. in two road losses. And Jones threw four picks uh, in L A. Threw seventy two yards and another pick last Sunday in the shutout loss to to Tampa. Um, so he has four TDs and seven picks for the season. A passer rating of fifty seven point nine. Not that great. Not good. Uh, but so Tyree Jackson gives that spark, like you said, and it seemed like, from all accounts, that Audi Field was rocking again. Um, well, he yeah. started. He started the second series. I think. I think it was yeah. the second series with a pick too. Yeah, yeah. So they had one first down. Then they then they then they lost, and, uh, and then they had to punt it. And then they had another pick, so that, that's when they were like yeah. cut ties. So Audi Field had the uh, the beer snakes beer going, snake. yep. uh, which is a classic uh, arena. Oliver uh, Luck actually contributed move. to it. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing is Audi Field and the staff have embraced the beer snakes because the, <laughs> the big thing with the beer snakes was uh, and, and Wrigley Field that was kind of the the origin. Even though beer snakes snakes have been going on for a long time, but at Wrigley Field specifically, the the, the guys out in the outfield were making beer snakes, and the staff um, were were destroying them. They were taking them away. Way. Mm-hmm. And that just made encouraged people to make bigger and bigger beer snakes and trying to get. So there were all these videos last baseball season, especially on Twitter and Instagram, things like that, of beer snakes being created. And and it's interesting just to see how the staff treats it. And without a field, at least, it seems like uh, you know it, they're they're about creating the environment and they're yeah. letting it fly, man. Yeah, and that's you have to drink a lot of beers to make one of those beer snakes. Beers. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you expensive saw the, beers. I saw a picture. I don't know if it was on the XFL or the ESPN Facebook page, yeah. and they said the aftermath of a beer snake and it was literally a trash can that just had beer snakes like it's like littered like over top of them because they couldn't fit it in yeah it. where else are you gonna put which it? is weird because why can't you just take the cups you know separate Apart, them and put yeah it. you think they didn't want to they didn't want to yeah, break hey, the snake you don't want to break the snake man yeah, that's, so, that's yeah, what i always say that was pretty but oliver luck the yeah. commissioner of the league actually he, he drank a beer and he and he's like holding it up to the crowd and he actually put it under, under <laughs> it was pretty solid it's it pretty great and, and it's all plays into that environment um, and and you know the trying to make things a little different, not as uptight, not as stuffy, kind of the old days of the the uh, you know the XFL in the past and things like that, where yep. it's just it's supposed to be an alternative yeah. uh, to the NFL, where things are a little more regimented. Well, it's not, I mean, Audi Field, like Kevin Burkhardt even said, uh, Burkhardt said it on the on the broadcast. He's like, and by the way, Greg Olson, I want to know what your thoughts are on Greg Olson broadcasting in a second, but um, he actually said he was like, yeah, this is actually a pretty good atmosphere, mainly because the sole fact that it's like an over, it's like a small D three college, yeah, basically, and they're filling the place. Like I told my dad, we were watching it together, and you're right on top of the field. Yeah, exactly. We, we were we were watching it together, and and I told him, I said, I said, you know, it's it's actually kind of empty there. I'm kind of shocked because it's like 60 degrees. You know, it's actually the best day because both home games before that were like 20. Right. So right. you know, they've actually had a nice day and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, like maybe 15 minutes later, they showed kind of like an overview, and the place got packed. Packed. Oh, so yeah. I guess that people, people were, were all drinking and yeah, eating and exactly. stuff like they that. It wasn't all, oh, like we uh, going there. it was like uh, Segura Field. Yeah, <laughs> remember that? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that was great, great, great time. But uh, yeah, I think it's what it, was it called uh, Big Joe's or something? Like, what was the? I don't know, but there was some bad food. We, we got to uh, go back and read the blog. Oh, what's that? Uh, <laughs> what? Oh man, that, that, uh, we got the ice cream sandwich. It was that? It was that? It was that like the the. The hot dog was Dirty terrible. dog, something like that? Yeah, it was something like that. What the heck was Man, it? Man, there were some bad places there. Oh, um, and that's that stupid, yeah, the salty peach thing. Yeah. Oh, was, you had a nice brownie sandwich. I had a peach 
peach. Yeah, you got the, you got the worst salty one. Kit chip. Um, but yeah, as you said, it's a great environment. Um, really uh, is, and and I think is for DC fans, it just shows um, that hey, there's 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 hunger for football here, as we talked about before. Um, next Audi Field game will be this uh, actually, yeah, yeah, this Sunday, this Sunday, four o'clock, big game against the Renegades. So the two and three Renegades at the three and two. DC defenders. Then they head on the road for a game against the Roughnecks, the undefeated Roughnecks. That's going to be tough. Two hard weeks. Two um, hard weeks. And then you've got three more games to round out the season. Another home game, Audi Field on the twenty eighth, two o'clock, against the Vipers. Uh, and then you're there at MetLife, and then they're at the BattleHawks. So only two home games left. So if you haven't gotten a chance to go, go ahead and you know go. Well, this, is the, this is the big thing, though, Bud. Is that uh, I don't know why I called you Bud. <laughs> okay, um, thanks, Mister. <laughs> I, I, I think it's because I've been saying Bud all day to all yeah, the kids yeah, uh, at school. So um, the, the thing about it is that that was supposed to be their their easy stretch against the Wildcats and against the uh, Vipers. Um, but obviously, that didn't you know seem to be the case. But now it's supposed to be their tough stretch because St. Louis had I think the number one uh, offense. In the, I don't know if it was the offense in the league, but. Um, I think I think Houston has that, but I think they had the no, they had the best defense in the league. Um, and they had one of the best offenses in the league. Um, but that was the big thing is that you looked at it and they were like, okay, we're playing St. Louis, Dallas, and then Houston. And that's all three games. But then you before that you had L.A. who was who was who was no win at all, and then you had Tampa Bay who had no win at all either, and they both lost to those two teams. So it's supposed to, it's kind of like you said, it's the XFL. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm not digging the logo. Like yeah, you know, like needs a little work. I was I, I was like oh I'm I'm up for it I'm I'm all good for it and stuff like that. But then all because I was excited for the XFL. But I wish they went back to the black and red man. That black and red, you know, you know old school yeah. like oh man those those things are cool. I'm with you. Have you have you heard Greg Olson though on a broadcast? Um, like only in bits and pieces. Greg I... McElroy, the old old school Alabama QB, he's good. Yeah, but Greg Olson like. He, he said, I mean, I've heard Greg Olson speak like on yeah. Hard Knocks and things like that. The problem uh, is that he just—he's just not prepared when he speaks. Yeah, like he—he—he he, he, he kind of tries to act a little bit like Tony Romo, and he's like, "Oh, it should be because yeah, he—he's actually listening to the play." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, it should be a run to the left or like that." And there's, it's a deep bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's like, the problem. If you do the Romo move, you got to be you, right. You got to know because uh, Romo was right most of the time. That's why he yeah. got got the credit that he got. Well, that was the funny thing is that he actually said <laughs> like, anti-Romo. "Oh, gr- yeah." Oh, Romo's getting you know eighteen million bucks or whatever here soon. But um, yeah, Tony b- Romo's getting the, the Trent Williams money. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. By the way, I think there's I think ESPN's uh, setting to uh, pay Peyton Manning that much. They're trying, yeah. they're offering it. At yeah, least. yeah. Um, I've but heard that too. Greg Olson said one time like there's a situation where they made a really good defensive play or something like that, and they're like he's like yeah the defensive coordinator uh uh and he was like looking for the name. And you're like, bud, Ooh. like this is on this is on Fox. That's, like, come on, rough. dude. Like, you can't sit there and search for the defense. <laughs> it's not like us. You're trying to search for a defensive coordinator name because number one, when me and you were like, when we were broadcasting football and stuff like that, we look for the name before we before we bring it up. Well, yeah, number one, that's, that's how it goes. We don't know because we're not plugged in like these guys. These guys are plugged in where they meet with the coaches and all that stuff. Don't you think he should know? Who he's talking to? He's kind of like uh, Joe Biden when he was trying to talk to oh, yeah. uh, the the w- Chris or Chuck or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. called the guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! By the way, have you been so looking funny. at that kind of stuff? Oh yeah, his no, gap. Oh, some of the stuff is. Remember when he talked about the Declaration of Independence? Oh, did yeah. you see that part when yeah. he? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, I died. Unbelievable. When he said, when he said, "Oh, you know, you know the thing." <laughs> oh, it's th- wild. Those are just comical. It's some good it's stuff. It's wild, but yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, okay, this is the XFL. Do we really care about the commentators, but it's like these are major sports networks that these games are on. So like, yeah. you got to get 
right. And you got to think some of the football guys, the NFL guys, commentators, you'd bring those guys in because they're not doing anything right yeah. now. It's not like the season's going on. But, yeah, no. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on the defenders as the season continues. Um, and maybe you'll have a playoff run, another D.C. team with a playoff run. We'll see. We'll round out the show with – the Washington Capitals, so we'll switch things over to hockey. Not not much to talk in the Wizards' land, but I'll I'll provide you some Wizards commentary after I watch a couple of their games this week. So I'll give you I'll Good. give you the inside Good, scoop. Um, Sweet three three one, I think. Um, so uh, Caps coming off of the win Saturday against Pittsburgh five two. They had to Buffalo tonight, um, and the win against Pittsburgh can uh, actually happened after two losses: an overtime loss to the Rangers, and then a five two loss to Philadelphia. Um, so, again, the, the Caps that we've been watching here, is they'll get hot for a bit, they'll lose for a bit, they'll win a big game on a Saturday night, and it's kind of been on and off here. And But now we're getting to the point of the season, Mike, where there's only a handful of games left. I yep. mean, we are four weeks away from playoffs, uh, I think, something like that. So, uh, for the Caps, now this final stretch here, this three, four weeks that are left of the regular season, this is where you got to be starting to play some of your best hockey. I mean, you got to be able to turn it on. We talk about it time and time again. Uh, you don't get hot two months before the end of the season. You get hot now. Now is yep. really, really where uh, this Caps team needs to get guys um, get get guys going. Uh, but you know, you got a nice win though. It was a nice win yeah. Saturday. You, you'll take that any day. Yeah, and the biggest thing about it is when you're looking at the Caps team. You know they're struggling, but they're still in first place in the Metro, and that's the yeah. biggest thing you got to look at. That's is all that really matters. They're going to make the playoffs, but mm-hmm. you know you like to have home ice because obviously the players know, and fans, some fans do know. Like me and you know that, like when a player sleeps in their own bed rather than traveling to say Pittsburgh or something like that and staying in a Holiday Inn Express, sure, uh, you know, isn't you know the best you know way to sleep. Definitely different. Yeah, so it's like. And they're probably saying it like a you know Marriott or something. I mean, I mean a Holiday Express. Um, but, <laughs> but I don't even think they're staying at Marriott. They're probably staying at Hilton. Hilton, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but uh, that's that's the thing is like you you look at it and say, you know, obviously they're in first place, but the Flyers are just on a tear. I mean, they've yeah. won nine straight, and it's just like. And I even said and it. And a uh, tough, a tough overtime loss to the Rangers, where the guy scores like five goals. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, what yeah. are you going to do against exactly. that? Exactly, the Rangers team that's that's not going to make the playoffs most likely because they yeah. have seventy six points. Yeah, uh, but. The funny thing is that you look at is I even said it two weeks ago. I said I hope we get the Flyers, you know. And I I don't know if you remember say remember me saying that, but I said uh, we usually have the Flyers number in the in the playoffs and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if I should say that anymore. Um, <laughs> I mean, right now they have the identical records, um, and and overall, I mean, literally, and identical records come all the way down to the overtime losses too. So that's pretty yeah. crazy. Um, but they had like I said, or and like you mentioned too, a, a big win against Pittsburgh. That's two big. Big wins against Pittsburgh the last couple games uh, that they played each other. Yeah, that Pits- helps with the confidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pittsburgh's reeling. They're two and eight. Uh, so you know, you think about us and how we're playing. You know, we're playing five hundred hockey pretty much right now. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, I mean, geez, they're two and eight in the last ten. They're playing you know uh, two hundred hockey right now. So it's you know that's, that's that's not that's not that good for them, especially losing two uh, big games to the Caps, especially the one in Pittsburgh five to two. Um, that wasn't good, even though we lost five to two to the Flyers, uh, you know, a couple nights before that. But as a whole, you know, I'm not too worried about it because they still have 14 games left. Uh, you know, they're still trying to, you know, tinker a little bit here and there. Um, but you know, the biggest thing is, you, you know, they're still in first place in the Metro, and people are freaking out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you <laughs> that's, do- a, that's, a, that's the yeah. DC move, especially for Caps fans. Well, think about being the Hurricanes yeah. and being in the Stanley Cup Final last yeah. year, and all of a sudden, you know, you're 
in, on the brink of possibly not making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, because right now the Islanders, who have lost six straight, you know, Barry Trotz and the Isles and the Hurricanes, they're at 79 points. And right now in the Metro, that ain't going to cut it. Because you got the Blue Jackets, the Penguins, the Flyers, and the Caps still ahead of them. So that's something crazy. Uh, the Red Wings, they're not doing so hot. Um, I just felt like I, throw in the, I wanted to throw a dig at yeah. don't, don't, don't bring up the Red Wings. The best part was I was looking at the points, and I literally looked at the points, and all of a sudden I saw 39. I was like, what is that, overtime loss or something like that? I was like, oh, whoa, that's no, points. Dylan, Dylan Larkin's going into therapy after this season. There's been articles written about how like this is like the most miserable. He's like the most miserable guy in the NHL right now. Young talent, stud, playing on a team that's winning like two games. I mean, who do you have on the Red Wings? Dylan Larkin. Like, is that the only guy that's Bertuzzi? That's Bertuzzi's kid. Um, he's he's pretty Man. good. And then it's like from there you got. Are they just couple. not hitting the jackpot when it comes to like Connor McDavid and Austin? Matthews well, the problem like is, is they got um, they invested too much money in the older players back when like uh, you know five six Lindstrom years ago. Exactly. So that's um, you. Yeah, exactly. So you had all those big old player contracts yeah. um, and trading away picks and things like that. So they've uh, they've been forced to rebuild. But, hey, Stevie Wise at the home now. We'll see uh, We'll see what he can do with his team. But they're going to be bad for a couple years I for, at least. I forgot the, uh, the the whole entire trade – or not the trade, the um, draft situation here. Is it the worst record? Is it like the NBA? I don't know. Or is it like the lottery? I forgot exactly how, how, how their draft I'll tell works. you how many NHL drafts I've watched in my life. Uh, one – I I when I was one. in Canada, when I was eight years old, we were on like vacation or something like that, and I didn't want to go to wherever my family wanted to go. Yeah. And the only channel I could figure out that to, to get was the channel that the NHL draft. The draft, was on. The draft channel. Couldn't tell you a single player that was drafted that year, but I watched. I watched a good five ten minutes of it. There's some drafts. I'll say the uh, Major League Baseball draft and the NHL draft are two drafts that I just have zero interest in yeah. in watching. Uh, I watched one of each, and my last last yeah. year was the first baseball draft I watched because the Nats were because the Nats pretty were boring. At that it's point. on like MLB Network. They'll throw it on that, and like it will be pretty boring. But NBA draft and and NFL drafts are the two biggies. Those oh, yeah. are the two. Well, they make it a guys. spectacle. That's the well, thing. yeah, exactly. You know, like the NHL and the MLB. Like the MLB was held in like a conference center in like a like a Mar- yeah. like a, like a like a Marriott. Yeah, like, it was like it's not interesting. There was like. 25 people there. And then you don't know like, a lot of these guys because who's watching college baseball? Yeah. Um, and then, like, there's and You a don't see the guy college, for seven years. College so. baseball guy and then high school kids where it's like, I don't know these high school kids. I mean, you know when there's, like, a phenom. If there's, like, a Bryce Harper type, yeah. like, you've heard about him. Strasburg. Um, yeah, exactly. But once you get past, like, pick Has number, there anyone been like that since then? Um, oh, well, uh, Rutledge for last year. Yeah, was... Rutledge. But, like, besides that, I mean, when Dans- Dansby Swanson was drafted, he was yeah. one of the bigger names in that draft. Um you know, but besides that, it's like a lot of these guys come from overseas, uh, not from overseas, but down south uh, uh, over the uh, or is it, it's know, not, like not South American Jackson guys. Rutledge was the Nats pick. Who was yeah. it? Was Addis, Ad, Adson or Atley or something like that? Um, it was like the same kind of thing. Well, like, Joe Adele is one of the big. Also, he's 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 one of the big guys for for the Angels. I'm saying for like, they, 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 the catcher from last year, the number one guy. Oh, Ad, Adley Rutschman. Yeah, Rutschman, the Rutschman. Orioles guy. Yeah, yeah. I keep yeah. getting R- Rutledge or something. Yeah, he's supposed to get yeah. that mixed up. Yeah, all he's, time. he's 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 going to be very. good. Hey, he's he's a good prospect. Um, they got, I think he's like number seven already. Yeah, he's yeah. been tearing it up in spring training. So it's one of those guys. But you're right. Like with baseball, it's not like any other sports where a guy gets drafted. You might see him like the next season. It's a guy gets drafted. See him in five years. Yeah, you know if he pans out, but. Um, but that's just how it I think, is. I think uh, JB Bukaskis is, is actually. Oh the, yeah, I think he might be on the Astros or something like that. Yeah, in the minors somewhere, yeah, something yeah. like that. Guy, some guys just toil yeah, away hey, in the minors yeah, for like for years. Yesterday, I uh, when we were when I was watching the Defenders game, did, uh, have you heard, ever heard this name, Demorne Pearson L? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, you know what school he played for? What high school? Uh, uh, Potomac. What Potomac? There's a lot of Potomac. 
just the Potomac, Potomac Wolverines or whatever. It West, wasn't Potomac West, Falls. West right? Potomac Wolverines. West Potomac. So yeah, yeah. Right. I was okay, close. I, I was like two <laughs> thirds of the way <laughs> yeah, there. I know, but that's that's yeah. right. I, yeah. And I was watching. I was like, Ah, that's him. Yeah, you can't forget and, that. And my dad was like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Demorne Pearson." Now yeah. we, we used to we used to broadcast him back at West Potomac. My dad was like. Yeah, give me a thumbs up. They didn't even say anything. You just yeah. <laughs> they had no, you no care in the world. That's a, that's a good football name there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good football. Well, you name. got Antoine Randall, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Anytime yeah. you get a Randall, Ben Randall, that would be good. Ben Randall, Mike Randall, that could work. Or or, or Mark Mark Simpson. Mark Simpson, random Randall, <laughs> Mark <laughs> Randall. To end the ca- the caps thing, I'm looking at sure. the schedule right now. Okay. This is the week that they got to get it going because they play Buffalo, who's not that great of a team. Detroit, obviously, we just talked about oh, them. Yeah, that's a game. And the Blackhawks, who. You know, which is weird. The Blackhawks fell from like you know being a perennial Stanley Cup you know champ slash contender to being like nothing, uh, and they still have the same good players. I just don't yeah. understand. Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane. I just don't get it. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's three games in a row where they play teams that they can easily win against. And this is the try. This is the time they got to start ramping it up a little bit. Their schedule's not that hard, honestly. They don't play the Flyers again. They play uh, at the end of the season. They have two out of three home games. And uh, the good thing is they play Toronto the third to last game, so they actually have a nice little tune-up game uh, going into the playoffs. But overall, we'll get into next week. Maybe we'll get into once they have three more games happen. We'll get into the what's going to happen in the playoffs, like you know, kind of that like uh, if the playoffs ended today type thing. Uh, We'll get into that a little bit later. But there's a little too many too many games to to keep going. But uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about it right now. Once the playoffs start happening, like my even my mom asked me the other day. She texted me and said, "How are the Caps doing?" And I said. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, I didn't really want to text it a lot because it's like you know they're struggling a little bit, but it's like yeah. you don't want to confuse them. <laughs> yeah, you I was like, get... I was like, yeah, play. I said they're, they're struggling a little bit, but they're all right. Be... Play, the playoffs start in like three weeks. Yeah, that's all. I to- that's all I told her. I was yeah, like, okay. it's she coming like, up. Cool. It's coming up, man. It's yeah. it's wild to think that we're almost going to be in one of the peak sports seasons, and that is yep. when you've got March Madness going. You've got kind of the tail end of hockey and basketball, and you know heading into like playoffs and yep. things like that, um, and then baseball season um, begins. So then that's where things are just, you know, all all is right in the sports realm. It's like that time of year, and then the other best time of the year is the fall when football starts, right. and then you've got MLB playoffs going, um, and then you know those kind of those kind of big uh, big events going on. Those are that's some of the best. Some well, of the best well, I'm looking at the March Madness right now, or the mm-hmm. bracketology. Which a lot of people hate for some reason. I don't understand why. I love this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously, uh, the local teams. Uh, I'm trying to look if there are any other local teams. I know we got Maryland right now is a four seed, quote unquote. Uh, we'll see if that changes. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have Virginia. Where's Virginia? Virginia's a six seed this year. And I don't know if there's a lot of other teams. I think Li- Liberty already made it in because mm-hmm. they won their conference yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they're a 12 seed as of right now. Um, but I think that's all. I think last didn't last year we have like five like DMV teams. Yeah, they had. I think they had Liberty, Tech, UVA, Maryland, and uh, was it ODU? So, yeah, some somebody like that. Yeah, I think uh, ODU's not talent's not there this year. I don't think VCU's on VCU. I don't think. I think because I think they I think they're they, on the bubble. Right? Are, they, are they on the bubble? I think because they, they, they've got a lot of injuries. A ten, a ten has. Dayton, I'm sure. Well, they have Dayton, but I think that, that might be the only one because I think because right now it says the rundown, the conferences, and the, how many teams are in there. And yeah. right now it says A10. I think it only says. I mean, well, of course, it's not going to show me. Yeah, but it's right. but they're not. It, they have something that says like American and Mountain West. That's, it goes all the way down to two, and A10 is not listed. So I guess because Dayton's on here, but that's that's the only one I see. Okay, it's kind of crazy because VCU is usually a staple. In there. You think? But I think they've they've had a bunch of injuries actually since Mason beat them. 
they were they went like one and three after that. Oh, really? Mason beat them in VCU. Wow. Uh, but uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how fun. it plans out, man. It's gonna be fun. I mean, March it, Madness. It, this might be one of the years that I actually fill out multiple brackets. Yeah. Because you never know. I mean, mul- mul- I'll be doing a work one. Multiple for brackets, sure. like two or three. But I'll be doing a work one, and then there's always a my uh, mom's side of the family always has one um, big family one, and then uh, you and I will fill one out on the show or something yeah. like that and, with. Uh, our friend. Yeah, with our buddy. Maybe, maybe. Uh, well, that one guy, I emailed him and texted him and nothing back. So Jeez, it's like, come on, man. You want to work in sports, man. It's poor uh, form. You got to get on. That's all right. Well, Dalton, uh, if you are listening to this podcast, uh, get in touch with us, man. Hit, hit your boy yeah, up. Seriously. Uh, happy to help. Hey, uh, I'll give you five bucks if you can name every number one seed that's listed right now. Gonzaga. Okay. that's one. They're not going to be a number one seed, but that's one of them because yeah. they, they just lost their conference championship to um, Portland. Is it Houston? No. No. I thought Houston was like under. It was. It's, it's like a number eight seed. Oh, so it's not Houston. It's they're another. Good, they're a good team. It's though. another like Texas team. I think that's like there is a Texas team. Texas is a Texas A and M. No, A&M. SMU. A and M is not going to make it this year. SMU with Buzz. No, no, that's not Baylor. Either. Baylor. Oh, right, right, right. right. Baylor's like okay. So Baylor, Gonzaga. Um, I don't know. It's one of the usuals, like Duke or somebody up there. No, Duke's a three. Okay. Um, uh, I don't think Sparty. It is I don't a think they Big give, Twelve team. I don't think. Oh, okay. There's a Big Twelve team. I don't know. Think about think think about it. Big Twelve, they suck at football. I don't even know who's still in Big Twelve at this point. <laughs> yeah, they suck That's at the football. Problem. Watch with a K. It's not Kansas. Oh, Kansas. Yeah. The Jayhawks, Rock Jock, Jayhawk. And then you got your A10 buddy in there, Dayton. And then Dayton. One. Wow, what a weird group of of number one seeds. Dayton. Dayton. This is going to be one of those years. There's just there's That's no. What I'm saying. There's no Zion at Duke. Uh, you know, number one overall seed that you know expecting you them to good, make it all the way. But I'm su- what I'm surprised about is to not see Memphis on here. Yeah. Because think about it. Memphis in the beginning of the season. Like they're not even on here. Memphis in the beginning of the season was supposed to be like one of these. You know perennial powerhouse and stuff like that because they had Penny Hardaway and they had a lot of these young guys. I mean, obviously next year they might be a lot better, but they had James Weissman who was supposed to be the number one pick. Yeah. And so that's, so once he they, had to sit once out they lost, They still have Precious, right, at, at Chewy or yeah, Chua so. or whatever. But once, but once – because yeah. James Weissman, he, he he said, I'm transferring out or I'm not doing – I'm not playing. Yeah. And uh, that was pretty crazy. But right now I'm looking at first four out, It's which is kind of surprising actually now I look at it. Richmond is 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 yeah. out, which Richmond's a pretty good team this year. Yeah, um, with, with our buddy Blake Francis, your buddy from Westfield, <laughs> right. um, you know one of your one of your favorite uh, schools. Uh, Xavier's out. Wichita State, which I'm kind of surprised that they're out, huh. and Memphis. Because you always assume that Wichita State's in the conversation, especially they've yep. just built such a great program. Yep. Yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Selection Sunday's got to be what? It's not this Sunday, yeah, right? Yeah, this Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah, the br- the, the br- I looked at it today. The brackets open up in six days. Wow. So i got to get the work pool organized because yep. I am the organizer. I'm organizing one years. with uh, my school. And oh, nice. The funniest thing was that when I emailed it to the to the people that were gonna are going to participate, um, well, I I didn't know who's going to participate. Obviously, I sent it out to everybody. Yeah, and I've gotten a good amount of responses so far. We have like so far like thirteen people in the school that want to do it. Um, might get a little bit more. Um, but the principal, I'm not going to say her name or anything. But the yeah. principal, I'm not that she's going to listen to the podcast. Um, but the principal said, "I'm not really good at these things, but I'll donate a fifty dollar gift card." Oh, I said, "So you're going to donate a gift card?" 
but you don't want to participate by filling out a bracket for three minutes. She's looking to get rid of that gift card. I don't oh, know well, why. It's fifty bucks. Yeah, that's a good. That's like, a good geez, price, man. And it's have you ever been to Taco Bomba? Oh yeah, yeah. Taco Bomba was fantastic. Is it good? I've never been there. Oh dude, it's right there in Vienna. It's yeah, it's right next to my school. Clutch. <laughs> you should go. You should go. It's great. Oh, I will. They got maybe. they got some incredible tacos, and they've got good. Oh, they have tacos there, and they've a got taco they Bamba? got a bar area. You can go get loaded on some uh, margaritas too. It's is it is it is it almost is, is it kind of like our 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 uh, uh, former sponsor? Oh, that's better. <laughs> Definitely better. And it, but it's smaller. It's kind of tough to find a place to sit. So yeah. you got to go at a good time. Oh, yeah. But no, Abby and I were just there a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Before she started her new job, we we drove to her her school so she could kind of get used to the drive. Right. And then we stopped at Taco Bomba for lunch. No, which man, which way does she go? I don't freaking know. Yeah, me either. Uh, but uh, I forgot what school she worked at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, there's so many schools out there in, in Fairfax. It's like, you know a lot of the schools in Fairfax, but I don't. And then, like, I know the high schools, obviously. But yeah. But like in, 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 in Loudon, I know like all of them. It's, it's like it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's, you know. Well, it's folks, uh, we will be getting into some baseball talk. We'll be getting into some March Madness talk. No food talk. Today. NFL draft uh, coming up as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back I'm to the food starving. talk soon. <laughs> um, yeah, we got to get you out of here so you can go eat. Um, and uh, and yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Of course, download, subscribe, all of the above. Um, and uh, get ready because the peak sports season is is on its way. And Dalton, if you're listening to this. Hit a brother up, man. Yeah. We're, we're happy to help. <laughs> see you next week, apparently. <laughs> yeah, see you next week for Mike. I'm Ben. I'm talking about Dalton. I'll see you next oh, week. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't going to record for one more week, man. He's actually outside. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, for Mike, I'm Ben. Is Mark this Simpson here? been another episode. This is Mark Simpson. That's uh, Mike <laughs> Randall And uh, this has been another episode of the DC Crossover. See you, everybody. <laughs>